on Tuesdays, we live and cook and eat and breathe and think and do everything mindfully with Isal Hoffman. And today we're going to learn a new skill, I think. Hello, morning, Isal. Hello. Hi. Good morning, Danny Dears. How are you doing on this fabulous, slightly overcast Tuesday? I'm good. You know, I just did a post on Instagram and I was like, it might be winter again, but at least we have coffee. And that's exactly oh, what yes. Always look on the side. <laughs> yes, of course. Weather like this is always a, the best excuse to just have that extra cup of coffee, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but today it's going to be one of those, oh, I deserve maybe three or four more extra ones. Ah, as long as it's just unsweetened almond milk, right? We need to keep the acidity levels intact. But then I have to tell you, um, so recently I have been, I'd never ever drink milk or almond milk in my coffee. And about a month ago, you were were talking about unsweetened almond milk, unsweetened almond milk. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. And I did. And then I was like, "Mm, I wonder what it would be like if I put some cacao in my coffee. And unsweetened on <laughs> and, yes. and a little bit of cinnamon. And that's my treat coffee now. That is the coffee that I have at like four o'clock in the afternoon when I'm just not list for the day anymore. Then I go into the kitchen and I have this whole little setup going and I make this fancy cacao cinnamon almond milk coffee with honey, raw, unsweetened, normal honey. Um, <laughs> it sounds like you've got one serious mochaccino with a cinnamon situation going there. It is amazing. And then I sit down and look in my garden or I sit in my garden and I'm like, life is so good. <laughs> yeah. I always say to people, don't ever feel like if you're being mindful about ingredients that you can't treat yourself. There's so many creative ways, exactly like the one you just spoke about that you can really just, you know, make something so beautiful that really talks to the soul, especially, you know, four o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It is so true. But also, you know, um, your, your cookbook has so many of those recipes, even with normal quotes unquote ingredients, ingredients that you look at in the fridge, like, for example, box fish, you look at that and you're like, okay, I guess we're going to do this the same way we do every other day. And then it is our cookbook and you change it up. But not only do you change it up, you take it from fried half dead fish to alive and good for you and good for everything. Because you look at the recipes in that book and you're like, I want to eat that. That looks amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I I always believe you need to have a packet of frozen peas in your freezer. Um, That's always one of my go-to ingredients because you can either add it to a salad or, of course, you can have a beautiful, you know, side of peas. I love minted peas, just so by the way, if you haven't tried it, you really should. Um, And other than that, always a box of, you know, deep water hake fillets. You know, it's the normal white fillet with the skin on the one side. And a lot of people, when they see that, they think, oh, diet food, you know, because usually when someone puts you on a diet or you go to a diet session or you decide to cut down on calories, you know, steamed or poached hake, you know, people tend to think is the way to go because it's quite low in calories, low in cholesterol. Um, it's a good quality protein, um, 
But yeah, you can also go the unhealthy way and usually crumb and deep fry that. And that's also the hake filler that they use in the deep fried, the battered hake that you get in so many um, restaurants and outlets, you know, fish and chips, that one. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I do believe, you know, if you're looking for the good quality protein, there's also healthy and tasty ways to prepare it. And, you know, I think you might, might be referring to my recipe and my Motivation Monday chapter, which is quick and easy heavenly hake fillets. Now, I promise you this one is always a crowd pleaser. It is so straightforward. It's so easy. And when you actually make it the first time, you might like, this co- but this, this this can't taste that great. You know, it's only a few ingredients that you sprinkle on top. But trust me, people, it's really one of those go-to recipes that just heats the sweet spot every single time. And you can really create a picture on a plate because it's, it's also such a, a vibrant looking, you know, recipe. And it just always looks good. Doesn't matter what you pair it with as a side. I, you know what? I have got to tell you, I've cooked this and it is my okay it's not my favorite favorite from your book your chicken meatballs are my favorite favorite from your book but this is <laughs> yes favorite favorite from your book because it is absolutely beautiful to look at but also everyone eats it even picky husbands and who only ever want fried fish um but also it's really tasty and it it's fresh it doesn't it doesn't taste heavy and it, you can you can taste that it's good for you most definitely. But now that we're talking about cake fillets as well as chicken meatballs, um, mm-hmm. I'm actually cooking with Margaret Hirsch in the Bosch kitchen um, on Thursday. So for people that would like to see what we're getting up to this week, we're actually focusing on healthy lunches. And we happen to be making your favorite, your chicken meatball recipe. We're also making the quinoa recipe in my book, as well as this heavenly hake um, fillet recipe. And the reason I selected those was I call these kind of items building blocks. You know, if you always have one or two of them extra in the fridge, it's so quick and easy to just zoosh up a phenomenal looking lunch people always complain you know especially when they're working from home um yes they're working from home in the convenience of the house but they still have to eat lunch but you know between zoom meetings and everything else there's not too much time you know to set out a whole spread for lunch so i always you know encourage people to sort of look at the motivation monday it's my meal prep chapter in my book because you know from your uh, the sesame beef strips i think you told me you know the other day you made that not too long ago that for instance is also in that chapter so it's things that you can make for on the day but make a little bit extra so there's one or two portions in the fridge as well for you know maybe tomorrow or for dinner or whatever the reason might be so there's absolutely no excuses not to be eating healthy all the time okay now another thing that we both do um, quite, I do it quite obsessively. I don't know about you. Is garden um, and garden veggies, and we were talking a little yes. bit about gardening and how good it is for mind, body, body because you eat it, mind because you're outside in the sun, and soul because it's different when you eat something that you've grown yourself, um, and when yes. you've put in the effort and you've planted the seed and you've you've brought this thing to the world, and now you get to 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 to, to eat it, right? It feels better. It looks better. It better. <laughs> yes, 100%. But you know what? A lot of people always say to me, I'm lucky I, I was born with green fingers, pun intended, of course, because my mom's a landscaper, my dad's a farmer. So mm-hmm. for me, having a vegetable garden or a herb garden is, it, 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 it's like, 
it has to be there, but where, you know, you can't call a place a home if there's no vegetable or herb garden. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people's like, yeah, but they, they don't exactly have green fingers. So the vegetable planting is a little bit advanced. And then I always say, but start with herbs and start with your herbs that you love to make use of in everyday cooking. Now, in the beginning of my book, you know, I always call it my best friends for life chapter. It's, it's sort of just an explanation of ingredients I always have in and around the house. And you'll see actually on page 13 there with herbs, I do prefer, you know, um, fresh to over, you know, oven dried or dried herbs, you know, the one that you have in the pantry. But I list there my go-to herbs that you need to have, you know, in, in your garden to start with. And they're quite easy to grow. It's always your basil, your coriander, your mint, your parsley um, that we're talking about now and rosemary as well as thyme. If you have those herbs, you know, from, from an antiviral immune boosting, anti-inflammatory perspective, you pretty much sort it. It's like you have a pharmacy <laughs> literally in your herb garden. But if I had to choose one there that really stands out for me that is really hard not to grow successfully, it has to be parsley. And I mean, a lot of people actually don't know, but, you know, parsley is so much more than just a garnish. And um, it really is packed with unexpected nutritional, you know, ingredients or like extra little hidden gem of ingredients, I always say, because it is actually, in fact, high in vitamin A and C as well as calcium. And it is anti-inflammatory, but it also improves bone health. It's a blood purifier and it also boosts the immune system. And I mean, back in the day with my history being osteoporosis and arthritis, I started actually you know, adding parsley to all my dishes, you know, from a bone health perspective, because I mean, that's, that's where I'm lacking extra nutrients in my body. So we all are different. We're all unique. We all have different medical backgrounds. So choose your reason why you're going to be starting to add parsley. And if you really want to have the gourmet look, you know, always try and opt to go for the Italian. I mean, the Italian parsley, the flat leaf one. (laughs) She's going to shame the Italian. Oh, no, I'm not shaming the parsley, but you get your everyday, um, you know, the parsley that we all so much know. If it's not on a sticker somewhere on, you know, a meat, you know, in in a butchery somewhere, it's always on that potato salad somewhere where you get to dish up your own food. So let's not go for that parsley. I absolutely love Italian flat leaf parsley. And when you like just chop it up all like coarsely, it's so beautiful as a garnish for any and everything really. I've got to tell you, um, my, my granny, my nan, she was parsley mad and she would always have at least five to 10 plants in different phases of growth so that she could put parsley on everything. And her thing was, is that clean blood, clean body, clean skin, clean everything. Mm. Um, yeah. Whatever it was, a headache, a sore tummy, you ate parsley. And parsley went on everything. And um, I I actually have one of her recipes that I pair your heavenly hake fillets with. And it's her yeah. in garlic rice. And it is amazing. Mm. I'm going to share it. Oh, wow. Yes, you have to share it. I think sharing is caring. People are always, always looking for new inspiration in the kitchen. So you're going to have to share your garlic and parsley and rice recipe with us, Danny. I'm afraid because it's, I don't know. I don't know if it's as all half minute approved. So I think what I'll do is instead of sharing it today, I'll first find out if it's approved from Isol Hoffman and then we might share it later in the future. <laughs> oh, goodness. The pressure was on you and uh, you overcooked this slightly. <laughs> yeah, I know. Did you know I'm careful these days with Isol Hoffman. It's got to be Zell approved. 
Oh, well, rice is, in fact, you know, quite a clean, very clean starch. I always suggest to people rather try and have it for lunch instead of dinner. Um, it is quite alkalizing. It's beneficial for all four blood groups. So it's always a go-to carbohydrate for the lunch table. When it comes to the dinner table, I have to go for rather like more grainy proteins like your quinoa, for instance. Um, also, like I said, you know, it's another recipe I'm cooking with Margaret Hers on Thursday in the Bosch kitchen. But um, yeah, like people tend to think they always need to be a, a grainy sort of, you know, side dish on your plate and so often that's why I sneak quinoa in instead of rice so if you're coming over for dinner and I invite you over for dinner you might be thinking you're just getting a good plate of food meantime I'm fixing your gut for you (laughs) I'm making sure I'm sending you home pretty much alkaline and neutralized for the day so that's where the whole you know concept of mindful cooking also comes in and mindful eating of course because if you just you know are mindful with regards to how you pair all your your dishes for the final plate I can promise you Danny it really changes the way you look at food Mm, for sure one like 100% but it also changes the way you eat it and how you interact with it and how it makes you feel like it's just so good you know it's just it's better to eat that way um okay but Isal husband doesn't only cook and share recipes and grow veggies um you do so many things i'm i'm starting to forget like i write them down every week and then i'm like okay i don't know if that's still a thing if there's extra things what are you doing this week Isal Huffman? So people should really be on the lookout on my Instagram tomorrow because I've got an amazing new partnership with a brand that I'm announcing. It should be posted roughly about, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon. So really be on the lookout for that. And then on Thursday, of course, I'm cooking with Margaret Hirsch. I'm very excited for that. It is in the Bosch kitchen in Hirsch's in Centurion. So people should really register to join in on the Zoom um, cook along. And Danny, I also encourage you to because you might learn a tip or two with regards to quinoa or maybe even your chicken meatballs you really love so much (laughs) so that is from 11 to 12 on thursday and then friday we're recording for the home channel again uh, mindful living or mindful eating on the home channel as part of real health so new episodes there so be on the lookout for that and then also got quite a jam-packed weekend i'm cooking at a um a lady's house, a very special lady, a close friend of mine. It is her birthday. She's actually not, she doesn't know or expect me to be cooking for her for lunch. But that's sort of the kind of, you know, birthday gifts. I love giving close friends because it's very unexpected, but I literally come and take over your kitchen. I arrive with all the ingredients. And I mean, that's sort of, you know, the most special gifts to me so often because I share my time and my love with you. And I cook with love and intent, of course. And uh, so, yeah, I invited a few of her close friends. Like I said, she's not expecting anything. So really looking forward to that as well. Oh, I feel like that's also good for your soul because giving is good. I love this. Yeah, I do believe, for, well, I, I suppose we're all different, but I get, you know, I prefer giving to receiving. It, it just gives me this fuzzy, glowy feeling in my guts. I, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, but to put a smile on someone's face and knowing you are the reason for that, to me, that's absolutely priceless. 
Isel Hoffman, thank you for sharing another really great recipe from your cookbook. If you want to get your hands on a copy of Isel Hoffman's Mindful Cooking, um, it is the, the link to the ebook is on the website, jackarandfm.com. But you can also get it at most bookshops um, or just uh, head to Isel's Instagram at Isel Hoffman or Facebook, Isel Hoffman Mind, Mindful Chef, uh, Lifestyle Chef, Lifestyle Chef. Yes. Um, I was just going to say that you just rename me. No, yeah. <laughs> it's Giselle Hoffman Lifestyle Chef on Facebook. That's great. Here we go. Awesome. I'm also going to tag Giselle on the Facebook page, Jackaranda94.2. Giselle, have a beautiful overcast, rainy day, and we'll chat next week, Tuesday. Have a beautiful and blessed day, Danny. The sun just came out, so you might have to change your coffee to an iced coffee. But other than that, uh, yeah, have a blessed and lovely week, and I'll chat again next week.